You gotta be kidding me. The 14th episode of the Wrestle Your Perception podcast. Man, I gotta tell you, it's, um, everybody says, you know, you do some research and everybody says that the seventh one is the cutoff for the podcast. And, you know, people stop doing it after, after seven, seven episodes, you know, everybody's done. They lose the, uh, the shine, they lose its luster, they lose the romance, or they get lazy, but not me. I enjoy it. I like it a lot. I have a lot of fun doing it. I have a lot of fun talking to myself. I have more fun talking to people, but I feel like this is something that I should do. I, you know, I do at least once a month where I talk to myself. Another episode of Luigi on the Fly. And um, I think it's going to be a good one. I got some good topics I want to talk about and just random stuff that pops into my head. I think we're going to have a good time. So I'm in a little weird situation right now just because I'm sitting in my son's room. I got to pick him up from school in a little bit. and I'm going to release this podcast a little bit later. But it's nice. You know, I'm looking out the window. I'm in his recliner. This is his baby recliner. We used to rock him to sleep, but he never really slept. But, you know, we used to try. Yeah, it's good. It's a nice little area. I got the carpet, so it makes, you know, muffles the outside noise a little bit. Stand by one second. Thank you. But, yeah, it's good. It's a good day. Had a good workout. Got some stuff done. And this is part of that stuff. So, you know, I'm really excited about the 14th episode. It's really cool. It's... It's um, it's an outlet, I think. I think it's like an outlet for me to be creative in a sense. I mean, I'm kind of creative, I think, I guess. But this is this lets me take it to another level. I'd like to keep going with it and see where it takes me. So one of the big things that happened to me this week was I had to change a toilet. Or, I mean, a, a toilet. So I had to change a toilet. And uh, my wife, you know... I was I was way at work one day, you know, flush flush the toilet, and the water came through the bottom. So you're like, oh shit! It's like, all right, called called my dad. You know, it's pretty. It's probably you need a new wax ring. I figured, all right, let's do it. You know, I'll I'll figure it out. I was gonna call a plumber. I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna change. Just looked up some YouTube videos. I mean, YouTube videos. It's endless what you could find on there. To help you, you know, fix stuff up in your house, do projects. It's insane. You can get everything done through YouTube. I mean, granted, there's people that are a lot better, like the people that make the videos that you could hire to do it. But if you're like me and you want to try to do it yourself or if you're a little, you know, strapped for cash or whatnot, man, go to YouTube and figure this shit out because it's unbelievable what you can do. So I saw some videos. It's it's actually a fairly simple job. Unless, you know, like me, whenever I do something, it's always I always run into hiccups. Something is rusted. I can't get it the, the bolt off or whatnot. Or, you know, I have to fix something along the way. There's always a catch. So, surprisingly, the catch was a little bit different this time. And it's it's a little freaky. So, when you're taking off, when you're taking off a turlet, you know, you got to take the bolts off and... 
you know, you got you, you got the tube down there. You got the where all the waste goes through. So I take that thing off, and you know, of course, it's atrocious. I mean, it just looks. It looks like it looks. It, to describe it, it's like it looks like a tunnel to hell. And I take my hat off to, to plumbers because, man, these guys do it every day. They don't care. You know, there's the biggest thing in there is, is there's roaches that live there. Okay, it's fucking disgusting. And I was telling some people about this, some of my buddies. And just because you're, you know, you're not a dirty person, when but when you take off a turlet, and there's, and there's, you know, it's just a black pipe. I mean. It depends on the pipe you have. Most of the newer construction is PVC. Now there's cast iron. I mean, newer construction is PVC. Older construction, which my house is, is cast iron. So you're like, I take this turlet off, and the wax ring is shot, obviously. So I got got to get a new wax ring. So I figured, take it off. I open it up. I see the fucking roaches, and I just get, I get. I just get rage. I take the toilet. I put it off to the side. I put it in the bathtub. And I'm already thinking to myself, I got, I got everything. Everything is getting disinfected. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm boiling on the inside because I feel like it's like me versus the roaches. So I see all these roach eggs right away. I run and I grab, well, I actually, I had the insecticide right next to me. This special commercial formula. My dad gave me a mix. You mix it up yourself. And, uh, and I, and I had a feeling I was going to get myself into this. So, open it up. Freaking black tube or tunnel that goes down to hell. And then you got these. You see the, I saw these roach eggs. If you ever see a roach egg, it, 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 it reminds me of uh, the movie Aliens. If you ever seen the movie Aliens, for, like a pod. And it's disgusting. I did some research on it. I think there's like 16 to 20 that hatch out of this thing. And uh, I'm sorry, guys, if your skin's crawling right now, but... This is the real deal. So this is what happens underneath the ground in your house. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm not going to say get used to it because none of you guys, people don't do this stuff all the time. But I mean, we're not plumbers. People think I am because my name is Luigi, but whatever. Uh, so so I go in there, man, and I, and I start spraying. I'm like, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm spraying these roaches and then they start coming out. So I'm starting to step on these things. And I probably shouldn't have started spraying because then they want, they're looking for an exit. They want an out. They're not going to go back into the tunnel. So then I'm stepping on these things and I'm just, I'm so pissed off and I'm, I'm, I'm raging right now. I'm having roach rage. So, <laughs> so these things, and I'm stepping on roaches coming out. I'm spraying them. Probably around six or seven came out that I had to met, really, I had to fuck up, you know, regulate on them. So. And then I had this old vacuum. And I'm like, I'm sucking out all these these roach eggs that are around the rim. So then around the flange of the of the toilet, that's what holds the uh, the toilet in place is a flange that holds the screws. So I sucked out all these roaches. I sprayed them again, or the eggs and whatnot. And the toilet, I was I didn't have any intentions on changing the toilet, but after looking down this hole to hell, you know, I took the toilet. And I just threw it outside. I was done with it. I'm done with this toilet. I got I'm I'm gonna go. I got a new toilet. That was another day. Got the new turlet. Uh, I was done. And uh, where was I going with that? Okay. I got an old vacuum. I sucked out all the eggs and everything. Threw the vacuum outside. Done. No more vacuum. That's a one-time use. Disposable vacuum. And, you know, another thing that I was looking at when I was looking down this hole to hell, 
I don't know if you ever saw the show Stranger Things. Whoever, you know, if you're a fan or whatnot, it's a great show. But it reminded me of, uh, of like, looking down a hole in that show. It was just so dreary. Like, it was the, uh, what do they call it? The upside down. It looked like it was a tunnel to the upside down. Ugh. Disgusting. So, yeah. I taped it up. Taped up the hole because I couldn't do it that day. I had to go pick up the son. My son. Go pick him up. I taped up the hole with a plastic bag. I fucking threw alcohol everywhere. I wiped everything up, sprayed everything again, turl it outside. Next day, my buddy helped me. The Baba, the Viking, he's been on here. He's a regular on the show. He helped me install the turlet. And uh, yeah, man, I was, it got done and I was happy. It took me, you know, I would say, you know, shit. Four hours of work, you know, just trying to figure it out and get the thing aligned and one that fit. And it was good. It worked out, man. I got the new, got the wax ring in there. The, the turlet's working awesome. I grouted the floor, grouted the turlet. I say turlet a lot. It's a long, it's not a long story. It's a short story. It's it's hilarious, though. So Alex is a goofy bastard, in case you haven't figured out on the show, if you have listened already. But, and he's hilarious. And he has a family member that says turlet. So, I was at the gym and I I taught class on Saturday, and he said I you know he's like yeah what are you doing after this I was like I don't know I'm gonna change the toilet and he's just like oh you know I'm like you want to help and I was I totally took a shot in the dark he's like yeah I'll help and he's like he's like okay well, you know I'll come by your house and we'll we'll change the toilet and I'm like what <laughs> so I crack it up and he explains to me that one of his family members that's from New Jersey says toilet not only do they say toilet they say like another word earl instead of oil so you know people from new jersey have funny they say things in a funny way i guess depending on the part that you're from and so the whole thing that day when he came with me to home depot was to get a turlet and so when we were talking about how we we're going to put install and put the bolts and do whatever and, and align it properly we called everything we called it a turlet and his wife came over and you know we were talking to her and said turlet and my wife came back home and that she actually just got second place at the Spartan Super in Atlanta. Congratulations, Case. And so she got second place in her age group. Not expecting it, but she got it. So that was awesome. She did really well. So she came back home, and I was telling her the whole turlet story and she, about, you know, the gateway to hell in my bathroom. And she, uh, every time I referred to a toilet, I would say a turlet. And so she thought it was funny. But I have a tendency to to get stuck on words. And I repeat them a lot. Because I'm, I'm easily amused. I don't know if I give that out here on the show. Well, you know, that I'm pretty easily amused. And I get amused by stupid things. Well, they're not stupid to me. Maybe to you. But. So, yeah. It was successful. The new toilet and wax ring was a success. So I was really happy about that. Another thing I wanted to talk about was I got a wedding coming up that I have to go to. I want to go to, actually. I don't have to. But it's a good buddy of mine that I work with and really excited to go to his wedding. And I, oh, and my cousin just got married, too, three weeks ago. So that we had a great time. She got married at the same venue that my wife and I got married. So it's pretty awesome. We had a blast. And so speaking of weddings... I guess it's wedding season because it's summertime. Yes, I think. I don't know. 
So you ever you ever get we've all gotten too drunk, drank too much, you get wasted and you can't you're hung over the next day, you know, to like five o'clock PM. You're you're just done. You're out of commission and you got that person that says to you and people still say it to this day, whether it's a wedding or not, you're wasted. The next day they're like, What'd you drink? I go, Okay, here we go. If you had any, if you had mixed drinks, oh yeah, I was drinking um, whatever, uh, rum and coke, or I was drinking screwdrivers, which is the vodka and orange juice, whatever. Or if you haven't, what are the other ones? Long Island, whatever. If you're drinking anything in mixed drinks that has sugar or fruit in it, they're like, they're like, you're hungover because of the sugar. It's because of the sugar that was in your drink. Uh, you can't drink mixed drink because mixed drinks. That's what gets you sick the next day, or that's what gets you sick. It makes you throw up, and the next day you're hungover. Bullshit. It's the alcohol that you drink, idiot. Okay? It's all the alcohol that you drank that got you fucking sick, that you threw up that night, and you're hungover the next day. It has nothing to do with the sugar. I don't care if there's scientific facts behind it. It has nothing to do with the sugar. Okay? It's all that fucking alcohol that poisoned your body, that got you sick, that made you throw up. Shove that sugar in your ass. Because it has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with the alcohol. I mean, people say, oh, yeah, if I drink, uh, you know, uh, Tito's and soda, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I get it. You're good because you had one or two. But go have six or seven Tito's and sodas, depending on who you are and and depending on how much vodka is in there. You tell me you're not sick the next day or if you throw up that night and and you're not hungover the next day. No, because it's clean and there's no sugar in it. And the sugar doesn't make you get sick. Or the sugar makes you get sick. The sugar probably has a, a factor. But it's the alcohol. If your body's not used to sugar, okay, I get it. But it's the fucking alcohol. I just wanted to get that off my chest. So guys, please. Do the test yourself. Drink. Tell me you're not hungover the next day. Just with alcohol. Sugar shit. Tell me about sugar. Come on. So... Another thing I wanted to talk about was don't buy cheap Q-tips. If you ever get a cheap Q-tip, like a 99 cent store or something or whatever dollar store, don't get them. Always get the brand, the Q-tip brand. I couldn't tell you how many times a piece of cotton got stuck in my ear. Three times. So I could tell you how many times. But it's not good. It's not fun. Always go with the good Q-tips, please. It didn't happen recently. It just popped in my head, and I wanted to mention that to everybody because I feel like, you know, the people that listen to this, we're all on the same page on certain things. So I want to get you guys on the Q-tip page. You know what I mean? So, let's see. We got the toilet out of the way. Sugary drinks. Wedding season. So... Ah, okay. Getting nervous. I don't know. I mean, everybody gets nervous, no matter what we do. No matter what it is, going to the store, talking to people, talking in front of a crowd, new environment, moving, whatever it is, new job. I remember I used to get nervous. Well, before competition, before like a um, a grappling match or whatnot, anything really, anything that's competitive in nature, that's a solo event, 
Because I used to, I played team sports, but I never got as nervous as I did uh, doing a solo sport. A solo, I would say, I guess you can call it a combat sport, uh, like a grappling match or a boxing match. And before, I remember in particularly before a jiu-jitsu competition, I would, I would, you know, I'd lay down, relax, wait for my turn because, you know, it's, 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 a, it's an all-day event most of the time. And I would just fall asleep. I would just pass out. So I would be like nervous. And yeah, you're wired, but I guess my like defense mechanism for my nerves was to just pass the fuck out. And I would just go right and I would just go to sleep. And I and I just felt like, oh man. I, I don't know what it was. I would just sit there, I lay my head back, and there'd be matches going on, and you got the Brazilian dude screaming, Passa la guarda, passa la guarda. And I'm and I don't even I'm just and I just go to sleep, and I don't have to get woken up to go to the match, to start. Well, or you know you got if you're on deck or whatever you got to start warming up. But yeah, man, I don't know. I guess this is defense mechanism. So if I ever get nervous, I just pass out. No, that's not true. But just in that particular situation, so I wanted to bring that up to see if anybody, if that is what I'm sure some of the people that that listen to this and that I'll see that will mention that to me. How they um, how they deal with getting nervous or or dealing with their nerves before competition, because you know recently I had a race, uh, I did a Spartan race recently, about a month ago, and you know you get nerves, but it's not it's not the same when someone's trying to like fuck you up, you know. You still get nervous, but I didn't. I never felt like I wanted to go to sleep right before the race, you know. I guess it's different when you got everybody there with you. Your team is there. You're all fired up at the line, you know, ready to run. And then the other end in a grappling match that you're sitting there and you're just waiting for the, the dread of someone trying to choke you or break your arm. You're just kind of, oh, you know, I'll just go to sleep. Maybe this will go away. But, you know, you wake, <laughs> you wake up, you warm up, and you get ready. So I'd like to hear that. So let's, Or you know what would be even better? If you left a comment, man, that would be awesome. Leave a comment. On uh, Apple, on the Apple Podcast, on the iTunes, on the on the Wrestle Your Perception podcast um, comment section, leave me a review, leave me a comment, man, it it goes a long way. Um, as always, the podcast is brought to you by Atomic Training and Performance for your your sports performance and obstacle training needs in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So. Yeah, man, getting nervous. Let me know how you guys uh, feel. Let me know your reactions to getting nervous and what you do before competition. I think I'd like to hear about that. It's pretty pretty cool. So, speaking of competition and racing and whatnot, I'd like to talk about because uh, talk about people putting a ceiling on on other people's limitations, especially. You know, people that have a specific title, especially doctors. And I love doctors. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but some doctors that are your normal primary care physicians and whatnot and and aren't experts in specific fields like exercise or wellness or things like that, that try to tell you that you can't do certain things or that tell you that you, the way you are, you won't be able to get to that specific uh, performance goal. I had a buddy of mine who told me that his doctor said he can never run faster than a 
24 minute 5k or 26 minute 5k and i said that guy doesn't know the fuck he's talking about because he doesn't because unless like who who can ever say that i don't care if the doctor knows you you doesn't know the work you're putting in i don't care if the doctor you've been you've been seeing him since you were five he doesn't know the type of training that you're doing he doesn't know the work you're putting in so nobody no matter what title they have cannot put a ceiling on anybody's limitations. A, there is no ceiling. And that pisses me off because I heard that, and this was a while ago, this was years ago that I heard it, and it popped into my head and it just, it pissed me off because there's certain, there's people that say things that aren't true, that don't know what they're saying, that have no reason saying it, and they could put a damper on someone who has a goal. So just getting that off my chest and hopefully it gets into somebody and gets into somebody's head and they could pass on that info because there's no ceiling ever and Bruce Lee said it best there are no limits there's just plateaus and you must have and you have to go past those plateaus plain and simple and that's not the exact quote but that's Bruce Lee's the one who said that so you have to go past those plateaus and doctors are awesome but don't tell people that they can't do things I mean, I get it with the injury thing and there's some sports medicine doctors that are different, but when it's like me, I'm okay. I'm a paramedic, big fucking whoop. I'm not going to go tell you, you know, the in-depths of your heart disease. I know very, very basic shit. Emergency medicine is basic to a certain extent, but I'm not a fucking doctor. Okay. In that in a cardiac doctor in that sense. So just wherever you're getting information from, know where it's coming from, and do your own research. And if you know how strong your mind is or strong your body is, you push your limits. Don't let anybody put a fucking ceiling on your shit. Plain and simple. Sell that motherfucker some cheap Q-tips. Go get them at the dollar store and give it to him or her. So, I'm going to close it out with this. Uh, the other day, and I, and I think about this all the time and it's, it's just like a knee jerk reaction and it's kind of annoying cause it got me really frustrated after I did it. I was in a restaurant the other day and I'm walking into the bathroom and a guy walks in the door as I'm opening the door to leave the bathroom and, and both of us are like two fucking nerds and we're just like, Oh, excuse me. Oh, what's up? Can you, I'm not done. My wife's bothering me. So, so my, um, I, I get to the door and I go, I go, oh, excuse me. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck, what did I just say? I just said, up, oh, excuse me. I and mean, what the hell is up? What's up? Excuse me. I felt like, 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 I feel like what, what am I, that, that wimpy guy from the cartoon? Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to pay you on Tuesday. And I just felt like the biggest dork. And I do it all the time. I do it at work. I walk in the station and I'll walk by somebody and I'm like, oh, excuse me. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I got to stop this shit. And I didn't say it out loud, but now I'm not saying it anymore. I'll just say, excuse me. Like a fucking man says it. Say, excuse me. Don't say, oh, excuse me. So I was really disappointed in myself for saying that. And I'm definitely going to correct it. So all my, my friends that are listening to this, my three friends, you know, you have obviously, I always put my, uh, 
my weird shit out there. Most of it that you can make fun of me about. So this is another one. <laughs> when you walk by me, you, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the up excuse me's. So yeah, up and skews is going to be out of my vocabulary. ASAP. It's just going to be excuse me from now on. All right, excuse me. Oh, watch. Oh, I see. I did. I did. Oh, watch yourself. I can't see. Oh, I can't do that anymore. I got to stop. Man. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for today. It was a great one. I I was, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about it. I feel like I covered the stuff that I wanted to cover. And I'm looking forward to another great one next week. It's all great ones from here on out. Great podcasts. All day, every day. Wrestle your perception, baby. We're coming strong. We're not stopping. Once a week. Who knows? Maybe twice a week in the future. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And it's only going to get better. Just like the sound got better. My voice got better, I think, because I stopped sniffling into the freaking mic. So, as always, Atomic Training and Performance representing... Thank you guys for everything. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Talk to you soon.